Buenos dias, Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 10th of June, 2021. Ten or so minutes of the big stuff going on in Argentina. Things are looking brighter on the vaccine front, although there's still a lot of ground to cover. The government plans to vaccinate everyone with at least one dose before the end of the year, although some say it'll happen only by spring. However, to meet this objective, President Fernandez needs a steady production and delivery of the doses. Fortunately, Argentina and Russia's president announced on Friday the 4th that Laboratorios Richmond will start producing the Sputnik V COVID-19 vaccine this week. Its local version will be called Sputnik Vida. And Aerolíneas Argentinas flight traveled from Moscow on Monday the 7th to pick up the first consignment of the active ingredients for production. There was no confirmation of how many thousands of doses this first consignment will permit, But this is still great news for the Argentinian population, as the laboratory is expected to produce between 1 and 5 million doses monthly. Important to remember that Argentina was one of the first countries to inoculate its citizens with the Russian shot, which strengthens the relationship between the two countries. So far, Sputnik accounts for nearly half of Argentina's total vaccines. Meanwhile, the government hopes that negotiations with Moderna and Johnson & Johnson will advance. Both shots could arrive soon as part of the vaccine shipment that the United States will carry out, but it seems to be delayed. Simultaneously, the Pfizer controversy rages on. Last week, Argentina received almost 3 million doses between AstraZeneca and Sputnik, taking the total number of recipients up to 18 million. However, demands over the failed contract with Pfizer keep showing up, both from opposition and the general population. Some argue that the deadlock is the result of the government's negligence. Others say it's the high cost. Either way, the pressure is on to get a hold of the vaccine, especially with AstraZeneca's ongoing delays. On that note, the Buenos Aires province announced on Friday the 4th that it had signed a provisional agreement to purchase an initial 10 million doses of the Indian-made Covaxin vaccine. These, however, will not necessarily stay in the province. They will be offered to the national government for distribution. Also, they could be very handy in reaching rural populations thanks to its ability to last days in high temperatures. According to the province governor, who's close to the president, signing the deal was an administrative feat. It allowed for an additional 5 million doses further down the line. But first, the shot must receive approval from Argentina's national drug regulator, the UNMAT. Buenos Aires province new deal with the Indian laboratory is surely a response to the stubbornly high rate of infections. The region keeps registering the worst numbers, but although the attention has been put on Amba, where a third of the population lives, there are worrying signs coming from the rest of the country. In Corrientes province, at least 15 patients died at a hospital due to problems with oxygen supplies. In Cordoba province, they're also having a hard time. In fact, the governor announced new restrictions to tackle an increase in cases, including the suspension of in-person classes. Workers across industries are asking to be vaccinated from taxi drivers to journalists. However, the government is sticking to a scheme based on age. For the time being, anyone over 50 can get vaccinated in the city regardless of having any underlying conditions. And if you're 70 or older, you don't even need an appointment to get your shot in the Buenos Aires province. Just show up at any local vaccination spot and you'll be covered. Also, we've been reading your questions online about where to get a PCR test in Buenos Aires for international travel. Centra Lab, Rossi, Imat are some of the institutes you can go to. This is especially useful for transfer for travel to Europe as the Sputnik V vaccine has not been approved by the WHO yet and therefore countries like Spain will still ask for a negative PCR test to enter the territory. 
Meanwhile, bars and restaurants are still closed on weekends and every other day after 7 p.m. This week, many owners and employees demonstrated in the Capitol demanding more flexible restrictions in the face of the economic crisis caused by the pandemic. On one hand, more than 20,000 gastronomic and hotel companies have closed their doors since the start of the coronavirus restrictions. On the other, Argentina has registered more than 81,000 deaths. So there's a very complex balance to strike in the country. Speaking of measures, the new election dates have been confirmed. Primaries will be held on the 12th of September, and the actual midterms will happen on the 14th of November. It's approximately a one-month delay from the usual schedule. Clause in the law on the opposition side stipulates that there will be no further changes of dates. On a different topic, remember the cattle farmer strike over the ban on beef exports? On Thursday the 3rd, the farmers paused the protest and announced a resumption of deliveries, although they are seeking an urgent meeting with the president to find alternatives. This is no insignificant deal. The meat industry employs approximately 100,000 people, but at the same time, the price of meat increased 76% in the past year, which is more than inflation. Banning exports was a controversial measure because Argentina earns most of its foreign exchange from the sale of its agricultural production abroad. This year, these exports have brought in $13 billion, the highest in 18 years for this season. And according to recent data released by the government, imports to Argentina rose 61% in April. On that note, the metallurgical activity also saw a year-on-year increase of 52% in April. The activity is above the levels registered between the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, but below the levels that existed at the beginning of 2019. Provinces also registered a year-on-year increase with Córdoba, Entre Rios, and Santa Fe leading the list. That said, the success of certain industries is not necessarily beneficial for Argentinians. In Mar de Plata, the biggest coastal city in Buenos Aires province, Greenpeace Argentina is working hard to stop the upcoming oil projects that will put the Argentine Sea at risk. A group named Equinor, in association with oil company YPF and Shell, presented a project that is currently in the hands of the Environment Ministry. Their goal? The drilling of the Can 100 block, which is located in the main biological spot of the Argentine Sea and could put its ecosystem at risk with its 100% probability of an oil spill. Lastly, it's the time of year again. Have you heard about the Aguinaldo bonus? If you don't quite know how it works, let's explain. This is a benefit that formerly employed workers receive twice a year in June and December. Each one amounts to half the best salary in the first and second six months of the year and represents a sort of 13th month salary. That dates back to 1910. First half should be paid by June 30th and the second by December 18th. If you want to know more about how this works, there's an article over at the Buenos Aires Times that explains it well. We'll put a link in the episode's description. That's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe, share it with your friends that may be interested. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Leave a review. You can also send us an email with your recommendations or questions at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nos vemos. Nos vemos.